Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Delicious things to eat. The popcorn can't be beat. The sparkling drinks are dandy. You are listening to Phantasm Podcast. Hey, this is Trevor Sternad. Brian is back from the Black Dahlia murder. I'm Gabriel Warrior. Eric Green from Simple Tour. We're all stolen from immolation. This is Anthony Michael. We are Gorgasm. This is Metaphone Crater. This is from Suffocation. Phantasm Podcast. Join your host, Corey Gorkrest and Dr. Vincent West for exclusive interviews with the sickest bands in metal and more. Head over to cultofphantasm.com. The only gravesite for all things horror and death metal. No filler, all killer. Now, please welcome our guest of honor. Curtis Peters and Vader. You're listening to Phantasm Podcast. What the fuck is up and welcome to Phantasm Podcast. I'm Corey Gorkrite with me from his lab, Dr. Vincent West. Hello, my friend. How are you? Hello, uh, folks out there living in uh, uh, social distancing land. Yeah. How are you doing? We are social distancing, still doing this podcast for you, and... Uh, Doctor, what what uh, film do we have for him? I want to actually thank you for this because this was a really good idea. Um, we are watching uh, Slumber Party Master too. <laughs> Catch the stars with Embassy. If you saw Slumber Party Massacre, you'll never forget the Driller Killer. Courtney won't. She survived. The good news is, she knows he's dead. The bad news is, she thinks he's back. Reincarnated just in time for Halloween comes. Slumber Party Massacre 2. I'm home. And the party won't begin until the lights go out. Now it's time for the fun part. With blood-curdling realism from the special effects team who gave us the thing and house. It hurts like hell. Zoe! A terrifying cross between Nightmare on Elm Street and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Does this look like a dream to you? Does it? And to celebrate the release of Slumber Party Massacre 2, Embassy is offering Slumber Party Massacre 1 at the newly reduced price of just 
So have a petrifyingly profitable Halloween. Warehouse ship date October 21st. 1987, been a few years since I've seen this film. Produced by Roger Corman, which is awesome. Uh, we are conducting this on the Tubi app, which is pretty cool. Uh, if you guys want to follow along with us, you can get it for free on your, you know, your gaming devices or whatever you stream on. You can get this for free. You can even do it on your phone if you like. So, yeah, we're on your TV. That's a free television app. So, I mean, however you guys want to do it, Tubi has a lot of really good horror movies and a lot of choice cuts from our Phantasm Vault. Usually, the Doctor. Picks out himself. Yep. And right now, this chick is uh, dreaming of some. It's a shirtless football player. And she's about to. Is she about to? Is she about to jam or clam? Nope. There's a bunch of dead shit. She's all of a sudden it turns into a Italian horror film. <laughs> <laughs> Just in no time. That's fucking awesome. Oh, let's, this movie goes right off with that, and uh, unexpectedly, written and directed by Deborah Brock. Don't know what else she's done. I don't think she's done anything else. Um, no idea. Got Kimberly MacArthur in it. Uh, she was a Playmate of the Month in the 1982 issue. She was a Magnum P.I. in Highway to Heaven. What else? Um, the chick right there? I mean, not the mom, but the... No, um... I believe that is Crystal Bernard. Okay. Crystal Bernard was in uh, the show Wings. She was... That's where I know her. Okay, gotcha. She was uh, Helen uh, Hackett or whatever. And a singer. She was a singer then. Nice. Um, let's see a little tidbits about this. Uh, on a budget of 500000 it grossed $1.3 million, so it did make its money back. Uh, despite a largely negative reception, it failed to attract a small cult following of the fan slasher genre. It's filmed in L.A., under the working title Don't Let Go. Let's see. Yeah, pretty much it. It was released to film on a double feature DVD alongside the original in 2003. 2010 is when Shout Factory released it. Uh, all three of them on that uh, DVD set, and then they put it on Blu ray as a double feature. Uh, the Shout Factory release included an extended unrated version never before seen on home videos pieced together using three different sources by the editor director Dustin Ferguson cool cool Leonard Claddy of the Los Angeles Times compared the film's supernatural elements to a nightmare on Elm Street adding when, uh, writer director Deborah Brock simply fails to give her film style or wit the grisly shenanigans are as insane and illogical as the rationale behind making this effort. They were awarded two out of four stars, noting that it follows in the vaguely feminist tradition of the first film, and the rockabilly killer is probably the most entertaining slasher uh, ever to grace the screen, sort of like Elvis playing Norman Bates, complete with musical numbers. <laughs> 
In the Gorehound's Guide to Splatter Films of the 1980s, Scott Aaron Stein writes, You can't get much more an insufferable viewing experience than the slasher flick come musical. That's why I love this film. If it's negative press, then it's a good horror movie. If if they say it's really good, then it probably sucks. So, just full disclaimer on that one. Uh, Doctor, you, you, you said you had an interesting story to tell me. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that in a little while. I'm going to kind of save that for a minute. It's When you want to uh, get Chuck queued up and we'll do the altering. Well, what I wanted to actually say real quick that I thought was interesting was um, Jesus, that's fucking amazing. Doctor. So I just wanted to do a quick shout out um, to Fright Rags. I actually bought some of these Slumber Party Master shirts recently. Yeah? Yeah, I've got some extra bread from old B. Trump. Thank you, buddy. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> picked up some shirts, but I picked up, uh, a couple of these shirts, and they're really cool. Um, I haven't bought anything from Fright Rags in a long time, and I apologize for that, Ben. Our, uh, owner of Fright Rags here. We're sort of going, but anyway. Anyway, got some stuff from him, so I bought some, and you guys can pick that stuff up there if you're just feeling festive during this, and you got some old Donner Trap money burning a hole in your pocket, hop on over to, hop on over to uh, the Fat Rags website, and you can actually uh, grab you some Slumber Party Master Part 1, 2 swag. Yeah. Like I did. And yeah, help these people out. Funny, I, I used to did not really like the first film, but I've always liked the second, third one. But I've, the first one's kind of grown on me. And the Steve the Screen Factory put out, I picked up back at the beginning of the year. It's really cool. Oh, yeah. Um, so, you know, it's, it's fun faster stuff. You know, are they great? No, they're not. But they're they're effective for what they are, and I like them. Oh, yeah. And they put out recently... Uh, Joe Bob Briggs action figure. Those are sold out. There's a thousand of them and they're gone. They do have some shirts, I think, still. Yeah, it's pretty badass. It comes with, like, the little... Uh, Fright Rags. Oh, that's cool as shit. And it had a little beer bottle accessory and a, uh... Like a little... Yeah, I think I put it on the page or you did or we both did or something. Yeah. No, they have some shirts still, too, so that's cool. Um... Go support Joe Bob. Definitely. And also, he's got some more uh, last driving things coming duly, you know, in due time for Shutter. And by the time you hear this, it'll probably already be out. So go go give him a, a shout and uh, watch the new season of Last Driving. So I don't know if they're doing a full on season or this is a new special. We'll figure that out. But yeah, get get your Shutter on and uh, watch. That's another place to find good horror movies. So go on there. Getting you some num nums. <laughs> I, I really liked it, you know. So I was—I don't know why this affected me the way that it did. I don't like to leave the house if I don't whack it. I have to like whack it before I leave the house. Right, right. I mean, unless you have a date, and it's obviously you want to go with a loaded gun instead of an unloaded. But anyway, right. but <laughs> I, I just wanted to show this just real quick and and praise this girl for doing this. So the sun is just like beaming down in this parking lot. 
And there's this girl probably, I don't know how old, she was young, you know, younger. Yeah. We're going to just assume she's in her 20s, I don't know. But anyway, she had really tight, amazing see-through black spandex on. Yep, that's the doctor special. And the way the sun hit it, she had to bend over to get something, and she got granny bent over, like a, like a granny ball. Like a white snake? Like a white snake video? No, like a granny ball, like majorly just bent over, like majorly. Huh. And the way the sun was sitting it, no undies, G string, I could see that little, little where that little pink asshole was, and that little <laughs> I mean, seriously, like, I was around Thurber when she did it, I about seriously fucking died. Target's a good good uh, place for that. Yeah, Target's a pretty good place. We got anything out there. You do go into Target. Don't worry about me. I'm just in my car wearing a ski mask, masturbating. You're good. What's that? I'm just taking. I'm taking some high res photos with my camera. You know, you're good. You might have to worry about wheelchair fucker because he does have his public masturbator trench coat on. Right. Or alternate universe. Uh, wheelchair fucker, which is even more dangerous, which is Death Diggler. <laughs> it's Death, Death Diggler. Death Diggler. Is the universe, like the Super Friends episode from the early 80s that I watched as a kid, where there was alternate universe Justice League, that is where Death Diggler is from. That's wheelchair fucker's counterpart in an alternate universe, and he's deaf, but he's hung, and he fucks chicks, and he's like a mute, so he fucks him, he's like, <laughs> Yeah, especially with uh, the. But anyway, but he. Uh, but no, that chick was amazing. Uh, you know, very attractive, and you know, some women, the way the Spanish, you can't really see anything, and then others, it's like, wow, this is incredibly revealing. Like she wanted people looking at her butt because those things were hugging her fucking cheeks and asshole. I was just like, yes. <laughs> Very, very nice to be you there. And uh, is, is she drinking strawberry quick? Because it looks like strawberry quick. I think so. Whatever she was eating looked like fucking... Strawberry quick, if you guys don't know what that is, is the nastiest shit I've ever put in my mouth. Um, besides some of my ex's tutors. But anyway... I don't know if she's. I don't know why she would even drink that anyway with her fucking like chili mac, whatever the Maybe fuck. Maybe that's just milk, and this is a bad print of the film, but it looks like strawberry quick. We're gonna say that it's strawberry quick. It was totally strawberry uh, quick. Then she just dropped her plate like a dipshit. Yeah, 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 yeah. It happens. <clears throat> but yeah, we'll 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 round up Chuck real quick, and we'll get to altering the future. Altering the future. Well, 
you know what Alter in the Future is. You guys have heard this by now, basically. Film was made in 1987, so we're going to cover other films that came out in 1987, and music that came out in 1987, and sometimes we also do adult film that came out in 1987, or sometimes we do TV if shows. If you're Rocky, the doctor will give you that shit. Right, so we'll see how this goes. But in 1987, we've done it quite a few times on this podcast. We don't care. We do it every single episode, so that's how we run. We never hold back, Nope. Then we got Adventures of Babysitting. We got The Princess Bride. Superman <laughs> Superman 4, The Quest for Peace. We got Inner Space. Uh, we got Lethal Weapon. First Lethal Weapon. Uh, with our boy in it. Yep. We got Masters of the Universe. It's the last time we did this year, and it was with our boys uh, Ross and Matt of Exum. Shout out to you guys. We love you. Uh, Full Metal Jacket, uh, The Untouchables, Raising Raising Arizona, uh, Spaceballs. It is weird. Uh, the Running Man. That's uh, Doctor's favorite Arnold movie, besides Conan the Destroyer. Is your other one? Uh, can you really get any better than Stephen King and Schwarzenegger? I mean, no. and you got Mick Fleetwood. It's fucking awesome. The resistance leader from Fleetwood Mac. It's pretty awesome. The whole thing's amazing. Uh, and ba- Frank Zappa's son. It's, it's the shit. Uh, Batter- Dakota from Batman <laughs> Alien and fucking Live and Let Die. It's just, it's so good. The whole thing's badass. Uh, battery's not included. Can't deal with it. Uh, Harry and the Hendersons, which the, that Sasquatch in that movie scared the dog shit out of me when I was little, and I was already... <laughs> It scared the shit. Can I comment sh- on that a second? I actually watched that during this lockdown thing. It's still kind of terrifying. I was a little tipsy and I was just like, fuck that. He's scary. And my. He is kind of. It, it, I get it. He's kind of cute, I guess, or something. No, he's not. He's fucking terrifying. And by then I was watching, like, The Exorcist and Poltergeist. I was already watching horror movies when I saw that. And that movie scared the fucking dog shit out of me. Can I be honest with you, though? I often think about when I was watching Harry and the Hendersons recently because I hadn't whacked it that day with <laughs> Harry fucking the kids and the mom. <laughs> you get sass, sass watched. It was like a real low hanging fucking monkey bag. <laughs> and he drains his coconuts in the mom. Yep. I don't know. Some fucking the furry the furry version. It's uh, <laughs> the the wishes of Eastwick. That's a. Uh, uh, Tim Curry, correct? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What else we got? I'm trying not to get into the horror right away, and we'll keep on going for a minute. Fatal Attractions, Michael Douglas and Glenn Close. Got Dirty... It is fucked up. We got Dirty Dancing. Great movie. Yep, the OG Wall Street. Uh, La, ba- La Bamba was huge. Remember that. Uh, Good Morning Vietnam. Rest in peace, Rob Williams. That's a sad movie. It is sad. Uh, Three Men and a Baby. That one's weird. Planes, trains. Yeah. <laughs> uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. One, one, another one of your favorite movies, Over the Top. 
we just talked about that. I know, it's awesome. I'm going to granted, now look, it's a kid's movie. Don't go into it thinking that it's Cobra or First Blood. Or no, it's still, it's, it's still badass. It's a great fucking feel-good kid's movie. I love it. Um, then we can jump to the to the horror. I guess we're at that point. Well, last one we'll segue into it's perfect segue to it. It'll be one of my favorite films, RoboCop. That one, I think I will too. Let's see, we got we got a couple more on this. We got uh, Revenge of the Nerds two. That's a fun movie. It is Police Academy four. And what was the other we'll one? From the Domino's commercial, of course, kids. You probably don't know that it's spoofing risky business because he was in that too. But yeah, he wears a shirt in Revenge of the Nerds two. That's the most amazing <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my life, and I would actually pay. Tell a coach to wear the shirt at a convention. <laughs> he just walks around. If you ever see this, and he's walking around. He's with us. You will know it's him because he's wearing a shirt that says "Who farted?" Yeah. <laughs> That's a shirt I would and wear. And then later, he's wearing a shirt that says "Let's party naked." Yeah. It's one. It's it's amazing. Uh, what else? We got the Living Daylights. Old T Dalt. Love it. Dude. Now look, a lot of people have asked me to kill. That's my favorite of the two. I love that movie. Oh, it's so good. Um, we got Beverly Hills it, Cop 2. Love it. Um, love it. And love then that uh, movie. officially into horror now, after this last one, we have uh, Predator, which we have done on here, believe it or not. Early days of Phantasm. So fucking good, man. Uh, let's see... We're getting some horror. There's one. Check out our review, the killer coach and I did on. Yes, the Predator game coming uh, out. Yep, that comes out Friday. Uh, this Friday, uh, if you guys probably won't hear it till then, but it's out. It'll be out when you listen to this. So enjoy. Go buy. It's a PlayStation and PC exclusive. Enjoy. Oh, a few more, real quick, uh, before horror. Still, sorry guys, we're keeping you hanging on it. We got Malone. No, that's Malone. That's Burt Reynolds. We got Hamburger Hill. Nice shit. Highlander 2, Wanted Dead or Alive with Rugger Hauer. Which uh, we almost did tonight. We did. Uh, the Hidden, uh, uh, Death Wish 4, Charles Bronson's the shit. Um, and this is one of your favorites. I don't think it's your all time favorite of this year, but Dragnet. Uh, it is such a. Tom Hanks, Dan Aykroyd. Um, let's see, what else? If I'm missing anything. Before I move on again for the millionth time, I think that actually... Co- oh, uh, Deathstalker 2. That's a good one. Okay. Alright, Deathstalker 2. Oh. Alright. <clears throat> now, we will get to some horror movies for you guys at the moment you've all been waiting for. So, we've got Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Dream Warriors. That's usually everyone's favorite. Mine's two. I think the Doctor's is two. It is. But three, three is good. Three is it's great. Good. It's the other one. Uh, Hellraiser. Dude, I'm going to quick story about that. I've probably told this on the podcast before. I'm sorry. Just kind of feeling nostalgic tonight. This is our four-year anniversary. Um, I just want to share with everybody that 
I literally made the mistake one time of getting super high and trying to watch Hellraiser <laughs> and had an anxiety attack. So there you go. <laughs> it's pretty effective. Thank you, Claude Barker, for scaring the shit out of me. Yeah, and thank you for being the shit when I met you, too. That was amazing. So, actually, he's a cool guy. Cheers to him. Thank you. And back to this. We got Jaws the Revenge. We got... <laughs> it is a steaming pile. We got uh, Creep Show 2, which I love. I prefer that one. We got Evil Dead 2, which I like better than the first one. It's great. Prince of Darkness. Rabbit. It's one of the best Carpenter movies. Better, it's way better than The Thing, and like all his other movies. Uh, the Gate, which has become one of my favorite movies over time. Absolutely love and it. I just bought a shirt of that yep. as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, opera, which we we talked about doing, or we will do that eventually, I'm sure. You know, I've got it. I believe, and I'm going to go on a limb here, I'm pretty sure that's a Scorpion releasing thing. It is. It is, it is Scorpion. Oh, that's a nice blow-up uh, doll on screen right now. I'm going to break if you yeah, didn't know this, I'm a huge, Clarice Moore, the Italian guy, I, I am a huge Gary uh, Argento fan. It's well, Jr. So I am, I like him, uh, and I like him a lot, so sorry about that. I keep yeah, that's the tip. Uh, House 2, The Second Story. Dolls. We haven't done two. We only did the first one. We need to do that one. We do. It's got Laura Parlinkin from uh, Friday Part 7 on there. She's in that movie. We do need to do that one. Yeah, it's, 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 it's actually good. It's more of like a... Oh, Jonathan Stark's in it, too. He's uh, that weird dude that lives with Jerry Dandridge in Fright Night. Uh-huh. Um... That's a great movie, though. It's it's more of like a comedy, and it's I think it's around Christmas, if I'm not mistaken. It's like a or Halloween. Actually, it's a Halloween. Yeah, movie. It's yeah, a, I've got that arrow out of print thing. Yeah, it's a it's a Halloween one. It actually takes place during Halloween or something. Uh, Dolls, rest in peace, John Carl Buechler. We've done that one. We, we have. One. We did do that one. Anybody that thinks we are fucking bandwagon jumpers, we are trendsetters, ladies and gentlemen. Oh yeah, this is we've been doing this. This is year number four. Steal from us all the time and don't give us any credit because I still promise to give us some street cred. People, come on. And they're watching rock and roll. They're watching rock and roll. Give us some street cred. They're watching rock and roll. High school. Back to Slumber Party Massacre two. Real quick. Shout out to PJ Souls for being on the podcast a long time ago and being super sweet to me. And uh, just being a wonderful person, and you are the shit. She got your goats, too, Bob. She sure did. Uh, and I have one of the only autographs I have hung up since I moved, uh, you know, changed headquarters is a picture of her. She gave for me and signed for me and said, totally awesome interview. So, amazing. Thank you. Um, again, shout out to you. Uh, yeah, huh? I've been very nostalgic lately. Uh, Corey knows this, but just super quick, I've been super nostalgic. I've been going back and listening to stuff, and you guys should really listen to the Maddie Wade Red Rage episode. It's fun. It's still the best You're one. It's, if we had like a, if we had like a gold album or like a single, that would be it for me. Like I, I, I listen to that all the time and laugh my ass off. It's just good. It's good. Um, and in two days. Uh, today's the twenty first. Be the twenty third. Will be our four year anniversary of Phantasm. So. Uh, cheers to you, Doctor. I love you. 
and that we've done this for so fucking long, most people wouldn't hold out. And ride or ride or die. Thank you for us. We are still doing it, and uh, we get we get ripped off a little bit, and we get some. You know, I'll get to this later in podcast. We get some trolls sometimes, but hey, you know, it's just part of the deal. So. Oh yeah. Uh, what else? What else? We got stage fright, which we've done. That, that's another. That second director. That's the guy that did Cemetery. Memory. Michael Sobe. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, he's a badass. He's a badass. Like an killer. Yep. Uh, the stepfather. Uh, I like that. I have it. If you ever want to do it, I've actually got it on Blu-ray. We time. should do it. It's a, it's a good one. We should do it for Father's Day. Uh, from a whisper, okay. a whisper to a scream. We got Return to Horror High. It is. Uh, Return to Horror High, Howling Three, The Marsupials. Hold on a second. Howling Three is so bad, ladies and gentlemen. It's it's just, it's awful. It is so fucking bad. It was shot in like Toronto, and it's just nothing against Toronto. Um, I was so. actually hatched here there, but I'm just saying that it's it's really bad. It's a really bad fucking movie. <laughs> I mean, it's bad. <laughs> well, now, ladies and gentlemen, if you guys are actually following along with the film on us, if not, at uh, 25 minutes and 43 seconds, Mr. Skinless is here to tell you that there is some titty shots currently happening. So, you're welcome yeah, for that. Uh, the Video Dead, Return to Salem's Lot. I didn't even know they made that. Um, I have that, actually. Oof. What else? It's Alive 3, Island of the Alive. I'm trying to say I'm locked. That's, it's actually pretty cool. Is it? Huh. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, yeah. It's Alive 3, it's Island... It's one. That's a good movie. Oh, yeah. I'm it's... assuming that's what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. That girl with her kids show and I would fuck. Anyway, um... Yeah. I, uh, it's Alive 3, Island of the Alive. Um, Creepazoids. There's Doom Asylum. Creepazoids. Creepazoids I have on Blu-ray. Redneck Zombies, which I actually have on DVD. Exist. It is. It's funny. Um, I mean, it doesn't exist on Blu-ray. I wish it did. No. Crimson Witch, I have. Yep. Uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2, which is an absolute turd, but it's, it's so funny Rabbit. that it's it's worth having. It's, it's so awful, and the Blu-ray yeah. yeah. of it is amazing, and yeah. it's not the first one. The first one is the only one you really need to own. But. Right. I think showing the second one just how bad it is. Uh, Slaughter ha- Slaughterhouse. Love that Blu-ray. Thure thank you for that. Got it for me at a con. Sure did. It's my favorite thing Vinegar Syndrome's ever put out. But they're about to put out Lad. And if I get that from the birthday, I'm going to shit. Yep. Uh, Munchies. So that movie rules. Uh, rock and Roll Nightmare. Rock and Roll Nightmare. They did. Uh, rock and Roll Nightmare. Uh, Enigma, which is uh, Fulci. Uh, Blood, <laughs> Blood Rage, which is 1987, so... There's that. There you go, kids. Go check it out. And then, uh, let's see, Bad Taste. You know what, man? Here's the thing. It's not. It is not. And I want to be real clear about this. <clears throat> We're going to just stop on Bad Taste a second. I like Peter Jackson a lot. Uh, my favorite movie that he ever did... This may surprise some people. It was Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. It was his favorite. It it sure is. You just loved it. The Frighteners is so good. That's my favorite. 
But Dead or Alive, and I have it on Blu-ray, and it doesn't exist, is so good. And I watched those movies first, and then went back and tried to watch Bad Taste. It's fun for what it is, but man, you about have to be shit-hammered to sit through it. Yeah, it's. I don't think I've ever watched it sober. Yeah, it's, it's fun if you're fucked up. If you're not fucked up, that movie is painful to watch. Yeah, it's just really... It's like... It's like trying to watch a new Tremors film. Like, it's just painful. Because, <laughs> you know, Dead Alive came out in, what, like, 92 or something? So it's a little bit... It's at the mm-hmm. same... Or yeah, nine, it's, right. It's, it is, yeah. yeah. Dude, actually, I was a projectionist at a theater, uh, Matt, uh, R.I.P. Uh, we were uh, working there together when we showed it, so we got to watch that in the fucking theater. And Crash, a few nice. years later, by Cronenberg. Yeah. And... Uh, lots of really cool movies, man. Uh, uh, that were not popular, you know. Until <laughs> right. Later, but yeah. Well, yeah, Dead Alive was yeah. a lot wonkier. Like it, it had the same kind of style to it, but it was a lot. Yeah, it was a lot better movie, movie yeah. and it had a better pace to it. It wasn't as slow and weird. Dead Alive is just brutal. It's so good. Yeah, it is good. Um, but let's see. Last two, and I'm not sure which of these is. I'm gonna guess which one's your favorite out of these two, like the all time. Because there's two left, I'm going to do the second. You know, I'm going to save the last one that I think is the right answer. Well, before you say anything, you can actually do them together as number one and just say one is my favorite blank movie, and the other is just my favorite movie of that year. Hmm. Does that make sense? What I just said. Kind of. One is my favorite blank movie. Starts with a V, and the other is my favorite movie of that year. Hmm. One's my favorite movie, the other is my favorite vampire movie. I knew that one, but the other one you threw me off. So the other one's a regular movie. Let me double check something real quick. Your kids, I may have actually messed up Corridor Cross. We're going to find out if I did or not. Well, I'll just go ahead and say what I got here. Don't say anything yet. Let me double check something to make sure that I didn't stick my foot in my mouth. Second to last movie on the list. I know it's one of your all-time favorites, but not your favorite. No, 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 no. no. Okay, look. Here's the thing. This is real simple. There are two movies. One, I just told you what it was. The other is a slam dunk. You got me a shirt of this. I want... Hmm. You there? Do Do you want me to do it? No. I want to try and guess it, but if it's not a, I got you a shirt of it. You did, and I it is one of the only things that I literally can put on, and I to this day am like, this is my favorite fucking shirt, Ben. If you're listening out there from Fright Rag, it's my favorite shirt. Though. And this is the right one, then. This is, okay, so Lost Boys is second to last. That's one of my favorite this, movies. Best vampire movie ever fucking made. I it is. It. Hands down. Hands down. No. Lost Boys is the best. One of the best movies ever made. It's one of the best eighties movies ever made. Yes, he does. I don't care if Joe Schumacher 
has sucked every dick in Hollywood and is gay and, and, and loves making bad Batman movies. I can care less. He makes fucking monsters. He can do whatever he wants. I do not care. Yeah, no, it's, it's perfect. <clears throat> so, the last one. Real quick, real quick, real quick. CW, fuck you for canceling the Lost Boys show. I wanted it. Yeah, I did too. I wanted it. And they need to make a hot, sexy uh, print of Lost Boys and put it out. Somebody does. Thank you, Screen Factory. Come on, because you're the one that wrote shit. Come on. Yeah, it's like, let's do it. Okay, so this is what I'm... Your favorite movie of this year. 1987. Oh, yeah. It's a slam dunk. Monster Squad. It's a touchdown. Monster Squad. That is it. That is it. That's it. That's what I had ready, but you kind of threw me off for a second. But I was like, that has to be it, because I mean... That's that's the OG. You had it. You had it without me having it. There was no no time for you there, kids. If you're listening, he actually nailed it, um, and he should. He's my best friend, so that's. But yeah, it's that always sold fun. out. But I do want to get you the shirt if they have it before your birthday. I want to get you the Stephen King rule shirt from that movie because they do sell it. Well, here's the thing: if you can find it, Fat Rags made one. Yeah, there's one that. And it's be- I've tried to look for it. There's a couple places that have have them. They're probably not like fright rags quality, but they're still nice <clears throat> shirts. That I've ordered. Maybe if you want to find them, they don't go for that much. I, dude, I'm gonna say that's the dumbest thing that I did not buy from them. But it sold out so quick. Yeah. And I was not working at the time. And but yeah, I. It's funny. Uh, movie, man. I saw that movie at the theater, and I'm gonna tell you something. It's on Amazon Prime right now, kids, and you can go watch it. It's free. It's fun. You know, give it a chance. Sit down with it. And I I love it. I love that movie. It's so good. It's, it's uh, the guy that plays Dracula in it was fucking uh, on a show called Wizards and Warriors. So a live action uh, nerd show that I watched as a child. Yeah. Um, and I just love it. I love the movie. I love, I love his dad. I love... Uh, I hate that the year before we went to Horror Hound, they had a reunion. I didn't get to go. I wish shit. That would have been fucking crazy. I wouldn't have even... I wouldn't have even been able to probably handle it. I probably would have had to have been shit hammered just to deal with it. Because it's just... And it's not because I really just people are just normal people. Nobody cares. But to me, that cast, it's just so... It's such a great movie. Best thing Fred Decker ever did. I'm sorry. Not the Creeps is not. It's Monster Squad, kids. You heard it here first. It is. It's the best. It rules. It's so fucking good. That movie is criminally good. It's so good. <laughs> No, it's great. It's like it. I'm friends with Frankenstein on Facebook. It's the most amazing thing in the world when he added me. <clears throat> the best, the best way to describe the movie for anyone who's never seen or heard of it, it's like the monster version of the Goonies. That's all it is, and it's better than the Goonies. So. Dude, when Mister Noonan added me on Facebook, I was like, Frankenstein just fucking added me from Monster Squad. Plus, he's also in Heat, which is another great movie. Anyway, yep. um, yeah. And actually. For a fun side note, we've never done this. I have this movie, but we've never done it for the podcast. Probably some quality on uh, God of the Seasons, maybe. But yeah, he's he's uh, the killer in uh, in uh, uh, Manhunter. Huh. Movie, so. He's doing a lot of shit. He's a great actor. I love that guy. I've never really got to talk to him, but I'm a big fan, and I love that fucking movie. So thank you, Corey. And now. I'm gonna because I blab so much. I'm actually gonna pull up the music from '87, and I'll make this very brief because we've talked so much. Got an update on the film. Update on the film. 
Huh? I feel really rude about this. We got an interview coming for you guys here in a little bit. It is with Peter from Vader. Oh yeah, we didn't, we didn't address the guest. I interviewed that amazing gentleman uh, live from Portland via Skype. Uh, a little while back, and he's talking about their new album that comes out uh, uh, beginning of May, uh, Nuclear Blast Records, and uh, yeah, that will be later in this episode. And he's the uh, driller killer in this movie. So. <laughs> Yeah, Peter the Driller Killer. These chicks are really hot in this movie. Like hotter than chicks usually are in horror movies. Like they're like, I mean, one of them was like a play, you know, playmate or whatever. Okay, here we go. You ready? Yeah. Music, nineteen eighty-seven. Doctor West, Phantasm Podcast. I'm working on it. Hold on one sec. I just just want to shift the bed on me. <clears throat> And also be sure to check out the first episode of House Calls with Dr. West while you're in quarantine. He talks to uh, one of our new buddies, uh, Killer Coach, which he's actually known for a long time, but the guy's so angry, we finally got him to calm down and do do stuff for us. And he's going to be our video game reviewer. He's already got a couple. You can find that on cultofantasm.com. Some articles he did, he talks about Predator, um, the Hunting Grounds game, and... What's the other game that he reviewed? He reviewed, um... Uh, the Resident Evil 3 remake. Resident Evil 3 remake. Um, yep. Yeah. That's what we got so far. You can check that out in there. Okay, here we go. This is going to be really quick, kids. I don't have time to sit and talk about a lot of these, even though a lot of these albums are very important to me. We're going to start with Kiss Crazy Knots. Love that album. One of my it's favorites. my favorite Kiss non-makeup album. I love it. So good. Uh, and I did something really funny that I want to share with everybody. Um, as a child, I didn't realize wearing my aunt's t-shirt to school would be funny. <laughs> but I accidentally wore her tank top to school and the back of the shirt because it was for chicks that I went crazy with Kiss. So it looked like Kiss gangbanged a seven-year-old. <laughs> um, so anyway... Um, I dressed you up, put makeup on you. That is correct. So we're going to start off with that, and then Lion, Dangerous Attraction. Lion is the Don't Tell Me to Stay from Second Part Thirteen Part Four. So, yep. And I actually have that. Thank you, Rock Candy, for remastering that. Lost, one of my favorite bands. We could ever get Rodney Wallace on this podcast, and we're going to fucking have a heart attack and die. Um, Live in the Rock. Yeah. From 1987, it's a great live album. Sure. It was from the uh, uh, Inside the Electric Circus tour, which I saw. It's my favorite uh, album. Very hair band. Uh, Tell No Tales, great album. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne tribute. Randy Rhodes, it's amazing. Uh, DRI crossover. Uh, Corey's favorite Celtic cross album, Into the Pandemonium. Thank you, sir. Um, Want to take a second on this one? Marty Friedman and uh, Jason Becker. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cacophony. Awesome. Uh, it's a speed metal symphony. It's good shit. Amazing noodle order. <laughs> Unbelievable. Crim- criminally underrated. Looking up, he's an amazing. He has with Gary's disease. He's a very amazing human being. He uh, one of the greatest uh, guitar players ever lived. Yeah. Uh, Schizophrenia from Sepultura. Uh, so good. Um, yes. Terrible certainty from Creator. Amazing. Uh, Shout out to Millie. We love you. We do. Uh, my favorite Exodus record, Pleasures of the Flesh. It's criminally underrated. Yes, kid. sir. 
It's a good one. Uh, Raise Your Fist and Yell from Alice Cooper. Permanent Vacation from Aerosmith. It's my favorite Aerosmith record from the 80s. That is good. Uh, my favorite Armored Saint record, uh, Raising Fear. Good shit. Shout out to John Bush. It is so fucking good. Love you, sir. Um, so good. Uh, shout out to Doro Pesh, Warlock, Triumph, and Agony. Love it. Uh, Uder Dershiker from Accept, Animal House, one of his early solo records. A shout out to the amazing gentleman that we saw fall a few years ago before he passed away. Uh, Motorhead, Rock and Roll. Hell yeah. Uh, with the late Rick Wurzel and Lemmy Kilmister, of course. Um, Once Britain, my favorite album from Great White. Saw that tour. Laugh if you want, it's good shit. Uh, Dream Evil from Dio. Everybody knows I love that. It's one of my favorites of his. Uh, Visual Rise from Lizzie Burton. Love it. Great album. Love it. Shout out to that gentleman out in Las Vegas. Hope you're doing well, sir. Um, the best Death Angel album, in my opinion, Ultraviolence. So good. Oh, it's um, Thrash masterpiece. Uh, Rocky the Hell from Grim Reaper. A little cheesy. Still very really classic. That's good. Very good. Grim Reaper's good. Uh, Scum from Napalm Death. Shout out to Barney uh, and Shane. Hope you guys are doing uh, well over there. from Candlemass. Hell yeah. And maybe, maybe, maybe... They all have to ask Corey. I might be interviewing someone from that band. Maybe. I don't know. Am I? I don't know. Maybe. I think that's something he's working on. Anyway, kids. I'm on uh, Persecution Mania from Sodom. One of my favorites. Uh, Love it. Uh, Under the Sun from Battery. Uh, taking Classic. Over from Overkill. Great album. Love it. I know this band's cheesy, the next one I'm going to say, but I want to tell you how much I love this record. Um, I would love to have these guys on. I was supposed to have had them on a while back, and some stuff came up. I did recently reach out to Joey and ask him if he would like to still come back on. So, a wonderful shout-out to Joey DeMeo and Man of War for fighting the world from 1987, and I love that fucking record. Defender is the shit. It is the shit. Uh, Screen Ready Grow from the late great Chuck Schuldner from Florida. I love that. What a great album. Love you, Chuck. Uh, so good. Um, Sabotage Hall of the Mountain King. Shout out to Chris Olivia, one of my favorite guitar players ever lived. Killed by a drunk driver uh, in the 90s. Very sad. Amazing, amazing guitar player. Amazing record. Yeah. Uh, Sabotage Hall of the Mountain King. Um, I'm the Living from Anthrax. Uh, Killing Technology for Voivod. That's for you, Ross Sewage. Uh, Keeper of the Seven Keys for Corey Gorechrist. Woo! Uh, the Legacy from Testament. Thanks yes. Eric Peterson. So we have something coming your way. I'm just working on how the fuck we're going to do it. And then last but not least, and this is the big shout out to all Corey's cronies that he saw him with and Corey himself. And wheelchair picker that took me to see him a couple <laughs> years ago. Yeah. King Diamond, Abigail. What a great fucking album. Oh, yeah, baby. And because you guys have been so good, I will do five porno films from 1987. Let's do it. Let's hear some 87 pornos. Got some good ones. Late 80s is good-ass porn, man. That's when it gets, you know, got the Peter North and the Ron Jeremy shit. It's good stuff. Well, we have a good tub scene right here while we wait where you got the blood coming out of the faucet here the the tub. Got some good... Sick licks coming out of the guitar here. He's making all the blood pour out. It's pretty badass. Okay, here we go. Got a little carried away a minute ago, but yeah. Uh, we tried to get King Down on this podcast a bunch of times. It just never happened. It's very depressing. 
I think one day it'll happen, you know, because he's still got that album coming out. It might get pushed back now, but it's supposed to come out in the fall. He's a professional guy. He wanted to do something a lot closer to release when every, all the information's already kind of, you know, somewhat out there. But it'll probably happen. Won't be. You guys just count your prayers, whatever you got to do. <clears throat> and we will do it. Give me one second here. Oh, to have us all the blood, and then she's just kind of... She's not freaking out as much as she should be about it, I don't think. But, uh... Yeah, I was, I was digging the, the sick licks. I really like that guitar, I think. If a band is going to go straight, like, horror, but still be, like, hair metal shit, they should totally try and recreate the guitar in this film. Uh, yes. I cannot reveal my sources of this material, but I will now read to you some titles from 1987. This is adult film right here. From the doctor. Up first, the Load Warriors. <laughs> oh, that's some Cuco Rancho. Jesus Christ. That's from Caballero uh, Video. Um, Sorry, this film just got really uh, gross. Let's see here. Love Lotion number nine. <laughs> Oh, that's good. That's good. Love lotion number nine. Um, this one I have actually jacked off to in the last year. <laughs> so this is a and that is this, Ginger Snaps with Ginger Lynn. Yep, that's a that's a Doctor West uh, mainstay. Uh, Debbie does dishes part three. <laughs> Um, Boiling Desires. That's pretty good. Um, Million Dollar Screw. I've actually jacked off of that in the last six months. I actually have a copy of that. <laughs> um, let's see. Girl World 2, The Rising. It's a separate movie, The Rising. <laughs> and, uh, let's see here. Flying High with Tracy Adams. And since you guys have been so good, I will give you one more uh, big blast here. Uh, Battle of the Beast Women. It just <laughs> looks like some kind of American Gladiator ripoff. Uh, the A's Have It. It's an anal movie. Uh, who Came in the Back Door. Seen it, but I am going to try to pull a thing of it so I can whack it to do, it. Do, it do, like do. Who came in my back door? And I will tell you this: that girl with the spandex at Target needed it in her back door. I can tell you that with my tongue <laughs> and my winging. Do, uh, do, do who came in her back door? There was a show growing up. I have to mention this one because I just saw it. There was a show in the '80s that I used to watch as a kid called Falcon Crest. There's one on here called Falcon Breast. <laughs> Oh shit! Um, a little dovetail. Uh, dirty pictures. Dirty pictures actually looks pretty fucking hot. No, it's not. And ironically, there's one on here called Slumber Party. Huh? Go figure. It lethal women instead of lethal weapon. <laughs> uh, sex beats money. 
Hell yeah. And let's see here if I can find just one more really funny one. Oh, we have to end it with this. This is amazing. And last but not least, ladies and gentlemen, this is for you pervert motherfuckers out there and hopefully some women that want to have sex with me. This is this is for you. It's Robin Hood from 1987. <laughs> so there you go. Fuck. And I'll tell you what, I was throbbing with it Target earlier. Thank you. Yep. Perfect. Um, there is a girl that works out where I live, like in her garage during this quarantine thing, and I want her to just work out on my face. Yeah. Grind it. Anyway, but yeah. You need to, Ladies, if you wear the spandex and you've got the you've got the goods, I will eat that ass and pussy. Thank you, good night. <laughs> you sit around like a fucking homeless slob, not touching you. Thank you, good night. Yep, it's By the uh, way, that drink that it just showed on TV, New York Seltzer, they sell that at Kroger. Nice. Yeah, it's actually really good. But the doctor, if you want um, the doctor to actually, uh, you know, if you, if you want to send him some pictures. Uh, be sure to make you know to just put it on his door, and it has to be hands-free delivery. You know, no, you know, no contact delivery. Yeah, contact will be my tone. Especially if you're going to send him your uh, your used uh, gym, sweaty gym uh, g-string. You just send it to him. Make yes. sure it's no contact. Thank you. Yeah, the risky one is my surgical mask if I'm in the house whacking it. <laughs> but yeah. I'm telling you, dude. There's some really good stuff in the '80s. I, I think people say it's overhyped. It really wasn't. There's just something magical about it. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was cocaine. I don't know. Yeah, something. I don't know. I was not a participant in that. I was too young. But yeah, people were just it going. Is what it is. Good culture. It is. What it is. But yeah, yeah, I think you know this movie. These movies, I'm not really sure why they went out of print so quick. Because um, you could get them both on the same Blu-ray, like two and three. Uh, is three on Tubi as well? I don't know. I didn't check on there. Um, Down, because if you, I will tell you this, kids, if you guys are listening, Corey, this is for you too. If you're watching this through like the streaming thing like I am, if you touch this, it will lose the place. And Yeah, you got to watch the whole fucking thing over if you don't. If you back That's out, correct. I've had it happen before. When I'm just like, ah. I'm not even touching this motherfucker. Yeah, it's somebody's not birthday. Not even coming anywhere near close to touching this motherfucker. Anyway, uh, but yeah, one of my favorite these movies is coming out from Vinegar Syndrome, and that is Rad. And it was directed by Hal Needham, that directed Smoking the Bandit, and it's a great fucking '80s movie if you like freestyle BMX. If you have any type of Culture from the 80s, it's a great movie. I highly recommend it. And the soundtrack hits us. Um, it's really good. Yeah. And I wanted to share and thank the seller off Amazon for butt fucking me on my copy of The Wizard from Shout Select. So I knew <laughs> about that. And I ordered it a month ago. Wow. So, and it says it's lost in the mail, which is fantastic. I want to thank the U.S. Postal Service for that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, some real exciting shit. Thank you so much for sodomizing my uh, purchase. Appreciate it. Well, <clears throat> while we're on the subject of uh, telling people to fuck off, I guess now we did season's beatings last time. We can do a little, uh, I don't know. 
We gotta come up with a good name for it though. We had the seasons beatings. What's a good uh what's a good little name for this? For the for the social distancing coronavirus uh pandemic name we can give it. Because it is a special time, you know. How about the Coven cutthroat, the fucking, the fucking, uh... COVID mania, or panda mania, something like that. Doesn't matter. We're gonna tell some people to fuck off while we have the, you know, while we're doing it, so... Here's the, here's the thing, if you, I'm, I'm not gonna glorify this guy, because that's all it's gonna do. I, I was originally just gonna completely call him out, but here's the thing. If you get on our page... And you are literally where you have to block the mediators of the page to make the comment. It's like, you don't need to be on there, man. Go somewhere else. Troll, troll somebody else. Go troll a, you know, a, a sports page. Go troll somebody else because those people will fight you. So yeah. go, go somewhere else, you know, because if you – it's like – and I don't know that about this app, but, you know, it's like everybody thinks they can, because they have the internet, they have an opinion. It's like you really don't. And, you know, what we're trying to do, we're not getting paid. What we're trying to do is just be creative and do our thing and hopefully we entertain people. If you have nothing better to do than to get on, excuse me, and correct a post that I or Corey make about something, or future Paul, or whatever, you don't need to be doing it. Don't do it. Just when you start thinking about doing it, just don't do it because... I've been really cool about it lately, but I'm not going to be cool about it anymore. If you do it, you're done. Goodbye. You're banned. You're done. You're history. So, if I see it, don't fucking do it. You can think about doing it, just don't do it. Just don't do it. You know? We want to hear opinions. We want to hear what you think. And you don't have to agree with us. But attacking someone, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous, you know? And this same asshole attack the fucking guitar player from Mayhem on our page. It's fucking stupid, man. I'm sick of this shit. It's like, I don't I don't want to deal with it anymore. It's like, you have nothing better to do, you know, and we, we share stuff that we see. Is it always right? I mean, I, I, I have no idea. We don't have time to fucking research every fucking thing we share, so it's wrong. Sorry. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, we do what we do, and usually nine times out of ten, it's just from other sources. It's not like we post shit, and if we do, yeah, it's not like I'm exactly, but somebody's uh, business to correct anything. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. And I, I will say this: if you had nothing better to do than sit and smoke a bong and wear your jungle hoodie and act like you're hot shit, and you're fucking basement, and that's nothing against jungle lot, but I'm glad I'm glad he gave you all some money. But this guy's a fucking piece of shit, you know. <laughs> you got nothing better to do and you literally had to block us so we couldn't see your comments so you can act like you're king shit you're a fucking cunt so there hmm. that's all you get Jack anything you'd have to add to that all, all I can really just say is you know you don't gotta be a fucking dick and correct things if you want to have the right answers or you want to express your opinion all you really have to do is make your own podcast and have your own Facebook for it, and just leave leave our shit alone, and leave our fans alone, leave our guests alone, especially. Now, if yeah, leave our fucking guests alone. If if you want to have actual problems with Phantasm, if you want to make us mad, you want mostly make the doctor mad. Which you know, if if I get mad, I'm pretty diplomatic. If you make the doctor mad, 
uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let you wonder about what that what happens when you do that. But all I'm saying is, big thing you can talk shit. Do not talk shit about our guests or to our guests because you will the, the doctor will be paying you a visit. So, um, it's a bad idea. But. There's no, there's no reason for it. If if you guys are on our podcast, you're fans of our shit, then just, then just be fans. You don't have to, you know. Talk in, talk to us. You know, interact. Well, that's fine. But we, I'm not going to. I don't, I don't mind opinions from people where they think, oh, but I actually this, prefer this. this. Guy, the fact that he went to the travel to block it to where we could not see, and he's talking shit, trying to show his ass in front of our audience. It's like, dude, fuck off, man. You know? Yeah. It's like, come on. It's stupid. Anyway, we're not going to waste any more time on him. We're, we're having fun tonight. Um, we're having fun. That well, fuck that, fuck that dude. That's it. Oh, LaDouche. You know who you are, LaDouche. LaDouche. Yep, he's LaDouche. I'm a LaDouche, eh? I'm a LaDouche, eh? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but yeah. Um, I wanted to mention this because I thought this was really cool. Um, I saw... That Stephen King has a new book coming out. Yeah. Um, it's called. I think it's called like If It Bleeds. I think is what it's called. Yeah, something like that. Um, so I thought that was cool. Just going to give a shout out to him. I can't believe he's still doing shit at his age. I fucking love that guy. That guy's a true inspiration. Um, true master of horror. And the guest that I would kill to have on this podcast. What, a, what an amazing okay. conversation that would be. Us talking to Stephen King. Right, um, you know, and, and here's another thing too, you know, people can, and I'm not going to get too far into this, but people can, you know, remake and reboot and do all this stuff and his and everything else, but it's like, he's still the man, you know, yeah. like, he's like, eh, whatever, you want to do that, whatever, you know, uh, it's like all these people I see always talking shit about Maximum Overdrive online, I'm like, whatever, man, that movie fucking rules. It's one of the best Stephen King movies, Millie Rastafari. I love that it was shot in the style. I love that the entire soundtrack is ACDC. I yep. love every fucking thing about that movie. It's perfect. Um, this is great. And another, another question I want to just throw out there because I honestly don't know the answer to it. And I just want to, I'm actually trying to, our buddy, oh, forgive me for not remembering his name. We have a friend over at MVD Video that's come on the podcast a couple of times. Um, I don't know if we ever put this over or not, which is another, sorry, dude, if we didn't. Uh, we did, anyway, he, he was on one of the episodes we did because he called in during one of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right, But you're right. But my, my point is, I, I don't know what's going on with that Vestron Collector series. I don't know if it's Toast or it's not Toast or... I'm assuming it is because they haven't released anything in like six months. It's been longer than that. Because that, oh, it was like a year ago. Cause that, that Maximum Overdrive was 2018, baby. Was it really? Yeah. Wow. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it would appear, and I'm not trying to panic everybody out there, but if you're a collector like I am, I have everything, you probably ought to start buying that shit up because I think it's toast. Even if you don't, I mean, something like Maximum Overdrive, you need to which get is, Which is a shame, though. That, that whole line, I mean, honestly, I love having all that shit. It's all just some oddball shit. Yeah, it's all like really, I mean, really, really essential. better than half the shit Arrow's put out in the past three years. It's all essential shit too. Like you have Chopping Mall, and you have Beyond Reanimator, Return of the Living Dead Three, which is one of my favorite horror movies, and Maximum right. Overdrive. You know, it's awesome. So there's killer titles of that American Gothic movie. That uh, what's that? What's that uh, Jeffrey Combs movie that you got? 
Yeah, that movie's awesome too. That's a Stuart Gordon movie. Yep, Stuart Gordon. And stuff like that. I mean, I love it. I wanted him to keep doing it because it was such a cool line to like go back here's, to. Here's, here's the thing, though, man. You know what's morbid about it? I was thinking about this the other day, talking about our anniversary. Dude, I remember you getting and me getting some of those titles over there at that FYE that went out of business in that fucking mall. Yeah. Sure did. That's been a minute. That's, I mean, it doesn't seem like it, but that's been a minute. And it's just like, damn, where did the time go, you know? Yeah. Um, sometimes it seems like time's not going quick enough. Other times it's just like, shit, how the hell is it, you know? How did we get here? Maybe 2020, you know, but... Another cool, yeah, you know. another cool Fright Rags thing, while I'm thinking about it, uh, that's coming out. It'll be out by the time you hear this, I'm sure, but they are doing uh, some Shocker merch. They got some badass Shocker shirts. Really? Um, probably end up getting one. Uh, it looks similar to like, the Hellraiser one I have, or it's kind of like a... It's got like Horace Pinker on it, and it's like a circular kind of print to it, but it's Did black. It, it is sick. You need to go look at it. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. It's actually ridiculous. That that first one, that's the one I want. The one with the Horus on it. The very first and one. I don't know if I got my Horus show shirt. Um, I don't think I ever told you that I came in and bought that anymore. But yeah, I love that Horus show movie. Which, Horus show, if you guys don't know what that is, that's me, Brian James. Most famous for probably Blade Runner. Yeah. Uh, Yes, we did. Have we done horror show? We have not. We need to do that. Now, here's the interesting thing about horror show. For European fans out there, I know you're probably chomping up the definition to say this, but anyway, horror show is actually house three in Europe. Huh. Even though it has nothing to fucking do with those movies. Right. Not that I'm aware of anywhere. I believe it's just a distribution thing. However, I'm not, I don't know that because I did not direct it. But anyway... Um, but uh, this guy, this guitar, it's, uh, it's pretty funny. Yeah, this movie's um, really cheesy, but it's awesome. No, it's great. It really is great. You know that guitar looks like something that Chuck should have had on stage. I know it's it's badass. It really does. It looks like something Chuck should have. Or yeah, you know, realistically, maybe even Blackie Wallace or Chris Holmes and Walt should have had it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. To make it really old school. Oh, me too. That's what I'm saying. If you want to like really be like a niche, like horror, like metal band or something, you have that guitar. <laughs> oh, probably. I was gonna say a shout out to him because last time we saw him at Horror Hound, he had that Stephen King Rules shirt on, which is hilarious. That he had that shirt. But as far as it's this Friday, the Shocker shirts, uh, they also have a Pinker's repa- TV repair shirt, which is 
fucking raunchy as fuck. The coolest thing that I actually would be the first time me buying this kind of thing from Fright Rags, I've always wanted to. But this is the first thing where I'm just like, I'm going to buy those before I buy the shirt, and that's those Shocker socks, baby. Those things are fucking rad. They're cool as shit looking. But that shirt's badass. I gotta have it. Cause that's probably, honestly. My favorite socks they ever made. You can guess what these are. My favorite socks they ever made there um, are the, the uh, little Chucky legs. Yeah, the Chucky ones. Yeah. Those are the best. Yeah, the Chucky ones are great too. But I will say, I probably. What if you watched that fucking goddamn lead? Yeah, besides the obvious, like, Friday, you know, like, uh, Freddy's Revenge would be. I'd say my fr- my favorite Wes Craven's probably. Shocker. I absolutely love that movie. It's amazing. Can you guess mine? Besides Nightmare on Elm Street shit. Um, I already know that. Your favorite movie. He only did the first one. That's technically in the sixth and seventh one. So it's none of those. Um, Well... I already know the answer to that. Scream. Scream is your favorite. Pull up the filmography. I'll let you get a cheat sheet and you can just pick away. Uh, uh, Scream. It's I already know the answer. You love Scream. It's your favorite. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> wrong. <laughs> um, I just always draw a blank on his filmography. Hang on. I am going to pull it up. I'm going to tell you what it is if you don't want to go through the trouble. No, I'm going to go through the trouble. Give me a second. Let me see. Oh, I, why didn't I even think of that? Why didn't I even think of that? The number two and then the number one. You, you get two guesses because my second favorite thing that he did is really weird. So. The Hills Have Eyes is one, for sure. It is, that's correct. I didn't even think of that. And I'm going to say, since you said it was weird, well, Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing, I didn't think about. Swamp Thing will just make number three. So go ahead okay. and guess the weird one. Um. Hmm. Deadly blessing. No, but I do own that, and I really do like that. And by the way, the Sean Clark uh, interview that he did with Wes is one of the last things Wes recorded. Yeah, it's awesome. Actually, the commentary back on that is dope. But um, well, let's see. Vampire in Brooklyn. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. I do like that movie, but no. It is good. Well, then it has to be. Last House on the Left. Nope, Servant and Rainbow. Really? I didn't know you liked that movie. Yeah, I've got the collector's edition of it. I didn't know you actually liked it. I thought you, for some reason, just didn't yeah, like it. Yeah, it actually freaks me out. It's fucked up. I saw that with Matt. We were really stoned, and yeah, it's really good. Now, you it could... Listen, it was something that I would consider horror... No. I consider it a niche film, and I would never do it on this podcast. It's a psycho that. thriller, more or less. I mean... Um... Now you could include Dream Warriors because he did write Dream Warriors. He, I said he did write Dream Warriors, so you could count that. Just didn't direct it. But one and three, and then New Nightmare. Now there's one of his that. I guess not. He did New Nightmare. I know that one because that's like the next one. He wrote six. He had something to do with six. I think he just produced it. Um. But one, and this was always like a weird thing, and I'm sure I've mentioned this before, but you know, my mom knew I watched horror movies all the fucking time. Or maybe she didn't, because she was never home, because she worked, so I watched horror movies deliberately on my own all the time. I was always watching shit up late. But she had to have known. But either way, one day she went to Blockbuster and rented a VHS, 
And I was like, you know, she always rented stuff and I could come in there and watch it. She never rented something I couldn't watch. Even though she showed me George Carlin, Pulp Fiction, Exorcist. I mean, she showed me all that shit. Uh, But for some reason, the people under the stairs, she told me, was too scary for me to watch. But she had never seen it before. You told me this, yeah. Yeah, it's really strange. So I didn't watch it for a long time. Not because of that, just because it was like one of those weird things. I was like, I just never was like, fucking, I'm going to watch it. And then I watched it, I think the first time I watched it, honestly, was, I don't know, it was some years ago, but I was not very... I don't like that movie. It's bad. It's a terrible movie. It's cheesy, I just don't and it's it. not I cheesy know. in a good way. It's cheesy and just very. I do too, but that one, a lot of people, that's like a go-to for them, and I don't understand it because it's just such a. I just don't understand why people like them. I can't even. I don't even like it. Like even for the nostalgic sense of, my mom was like that was like the only movie she ever was like no 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 this is way too scary for you, you can't watch it, and then, like it, it, seeing it and I was like. Do you know what I've like? We've watched The Exorcist. It's one of the scariest movies of all time. Like, and all the movies we've seen, and like that movie is not even a scary movie. It's fucking strange. But that's about it. You know. Here's here's the thing with The Exorcist. You can tell. This is what I tell people about that movie. If you are even, and I want you guys to really hear me on this because I'm I'm not I'm not being stupid about this. I'm being dead serious about this. I can't watch that movie by myself, The Exorcist, and I'm going to tell you something about it. I can't either. There's something about the arcane with that movie. There's something. There's something that they that, that not even William Peter brought in. I guess him, but really the uh, freaking captured on that film that is absolutely just horrifying. I don't know how to describe it. Um, but I'm going to tell you something. There's nothing comforting about that movie. I love that movie. I think that movie is straight up death metal, but it is t- it, there's something arcane about that movie. Yeah. No, totally. It's just... It, it just... It, it's stepping into just weird shit. And you can tell even Max von Sydow's character was into some weird shit. It's just a weird fucking movie. And I don't know if I was like, oh... There, there was a guy that I used to read reviews, DVD reviews of, like 20 years ago when DVDs were first coming out, and he was always saying, oh, that movie's overrated. There's Warner Brothers beating their dead chest about The Exorcist. It's like, uh, excuse me? That movie's still valid, I think. I still, I'll defend that movie till I'm dead. It's still one of the only, like, actually scary horror movies. Like, if you want to watch a it's real horror movie. film. It yeah. really is a freaking... You know, it's a, it's a weird mood. The mood is, even the third one that we watched is a weird movie. Yeah. I mean, it's it's good. It, it's the vibe of it the whole time. You were, you were doing laundry when we watched the third one. I remember when it was cold outside and it was just, I believe, I thought it was even in December. It was just milk. Every time I've watched those movies, when we've recorded, it's been cold outside and it's morbid. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how to explain it. It's just weird. Super weird. Just, but anyway, but yeah, I'm sorry, I got you off track. No, it's good, but either way, that, what I was saying about people under stairs, it, that's an overrated movie because it, it's not good. You know, overrated movies are movies that are good, I mean, but they're not good. Time, but I just, for me personally, it just it doesn't <clears> do anything for me. I just think it's slow and I, I fall asleep every time I try to watch it. Yeah, it's just strange and there's not enough stuff going on and, you know, but 
An overrated movie to me, anyway, is a movie that's good, but it's not that good. I mean, that is what an overrated movie is. The Exorcist isn't good. It's a masterpiece of a lot of things. Horror, cinema, everything. Directorial, like, cinematography, everything. It's a fan, it's a, it's a perfect movie. And it's the most, one of the most effective movies ever made as far as, you know, besides, like, I hold, I hold The Exorcist up there with, like, The Shining, movies like that. That those are rare masterpieces. Already has massacres on here. Oh yeah, that's they are. To do that, that's a it's a masterful movie. So people talk shit about it. You can if you want, but that movie's just and and the it's history. It's legit, man. It's a legit. That's a really legit movie, in my opinion. See, Amityville Horror, the OG, that one too. That's another one. It's a great movie. Dude, yeah, we've done that one, haven't we? Nope, we've done two. We've now, and okay, we did three, but we've never done the original. We've done two and three. That's what we've done, yeah. Yep. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, it's, look, I, everybody's going to like what they like, and I'm not trying to force people like The Exorcist. I'm not trying to people like Exorcist 3, you know. But you should you respect, the exorcist, respect The Exorcist, because... Oh, man, it's so... But you know what, man? I had this discussion recently with somebody that, you know, they, they're... And I won't even say who it was, because it's somebody I really like, but... You know, he's just saying that Hitchcock stuff is overrated. It's really not. It's actually, it's actually spot on, and it's legit. It's perfect. He was, uh-huh. a, he was the master of horror. Him and and Vincent Price shit. Like that's all essential. You gotta have that. Stuff. You gotta have that. If you're gonna delve into this stuff. You gotta delve into all. How are you gonna uh, shit on Hitchcock when he did Psycho and Vertigo and fucking like I don't understand and the birds? Like, how do people consider that overrated? These are people that have probably never watched it. Or that, you know, aren't even that big into any of that kind of stuff in the first place. But it's like, you don't get to, you know, do that shit. Oh, we got... The film... The film has ended, folks. So if you guys weren't watching it, you were just listening to us ramble through it. Um, You know, this movie's fun. It's gory as fuck. Um, Do you want to hit the obituary gentleman? Yep. It's very... For a horror movie, you know, there's... You know, not really much tits. The girls are hot in it. There's really, you you gotta love that that fucking guitar. Uh, you gonna kick up the final thoughts before we start talking about it? Yeah, I am. Sorry, gotta get the tardies, tardy brothers in here. Tardy Sorry, with the sound. Final thoughts, and I will go. Rewind it. Um, yeah, Slumber Party Massacre two. It's a great. Like rock and roll splatter flick. There aren't many of those. I know in the same year we had Rock and Roll Nightmare that came out too. Um, and we got Trick or Treat. That's another great. That's probably my favorite out of like any of the rock and roll like horror movies. I, I mean, Trick or Treat's at the the top right there. But so good. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's fantastic. Everybody thought it was weird that I wasn't into the first Thunder Party Master. I was more into the second. I remember telling you when we did the first one, if you guys go listen to that episode, I was talking how I liked two and three, and I couldn't get into the first one. The second one's the best one. I mean, I, I love this one. It's it's. Hey, I think the third one would be a riot to do because it's so bad. I haven't seen that one, I don't think. Oh, God, it's, it's awful. It's amazing. I don't know if I've seen three. But two, um, I love it. It's It's fun. It's wacky, but it's it's actually not that. But like some parts are pretty pretty cool in it, and I think it's it's not as goofy as it actually seems like it is when you first start watching it. But then you know it, there's pretty intense parts in it, and I think the guitars were at as fuck. I think the girls are hot. I think uh, the the kills are pretty neat. Um, 
not the best horror movie in the world, but it's it's up there. I think it's worth having. I think it's it's again, it's it's just a fun film. So yeah, I had a lot of fun watching that. I'm gonna be honest with you. I highly recommend it. It's good shit. And if you guys want to, it's hard real. Yeah, it's you awesome. Is that supposed? I have a question though. I always, I never knew this even as a kid. Is that supposed to be the same dude from the first one? I don't think so. Because he looks totally different. Yeah, I think it's just some random dude. But um. Doesn't mean I don't like it. I'm not talking shit. I actually right. like it. But you know. But I think um. Yeah. If you guys want to watch it yourselves, if you don't have the Blu-rays, then you don't collect them, then you can watch it for free on Tubi. You can get Tubi on um, Xbox, PS4, probably your computer, your smartphone, and you can also get it on your TV apps uh, if you go to, you know, if you have a smart TV or whatnot, or, you know, it's on Roku, there. Yeah, Roku, it's on there. Fire Stick, whatever. Fire Stick, all that shit. Your 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 fucking grandma's dildo, Bluetooth, whatever you want, <laughs> whatever you want, you know it's on there. You know that's how they get all the shit. But it's a free app. Uh, actually, we didn't see any commercials, so that's good. They might not, maybe because the movie wasn't long enough. I don't know, but I remember there being commercials. I'm telling you, there's normally commercials. Maybe it depends on what it is, or if the movie's long. Because I only remember it being like once or twice I had commercials show up. But on this, we didn't. We didn't have any commercial interruptions, so that's good for you guys. Um, you just had us talking through the whole film, but that's what you get when you come on Phantasm Podcast. So, um, yeah, to to wrap it up, I guess um, we appreciate you guys continuing to support us. We're going four years strong. We're going to keep on going. Um, we hope everybody's safe, especially our all our uh, you know music, music friends around the world and fans alike that want to go to shows. All the bands that want to play shows, people losing money, all these venues losing money, all these bars losing money. Uh, it's it's rough, but I think it's going to be fine once we come out of it. If everybody just stays at home and listens to Phantasm, self-medicate, you don't go out unless you have to, wear your fucking mask, wear your, you know, wear your neighbor's panties when you steal them from the gym, you know, like the doctor does. You know, whatever you got to do, just be safe and be careful. Stay stocked on alcohol and, uh, you know, do the fucking thing. And do not forget to check out our interview with uh, Peter from Bader. Solitude and Madness comes out May 2020 from Nuclear Blast Records. It's a great record. Um, it's raunchy. You should check it out. It's really good. Um, I love the artwork for it. Uh, the interview is really cool. Uh, it's always a pleasure getting to talk to that gentleman. Um, I was excited to talk with him back when I, back when I did. I haven't talked with him since 2017, so it was really exciting to get to talk with him again. Glad he's doing well. Contrary to uh, some people's beliefs, that band is not tired. They're actually amazing, and they're still amazing live. They're still amazing songwriters, and they're better than anything they have ever done. But anyway, um, I love Vader. True death metal, amazing horror stuff, and I love those guys. Uh, Peter's a great dude, and uh, hopefully get to see them live again. Hopefully, you guys got to see them on their tour before this corona shit hit. I did not. But hopefully I will get to see them again at some point in time. They're going to come over and finish touring that record, hopefully, at some point. But anyway, who the hell knows what's going on with that. Anybody's going to be touring anywhere, so. Yeah. Yeah, there's everything's in limbo. Most things have been pushed to next year, and, you know, who knows how long it's going to be. But like I said, if everyone stays safe out there, we can make this happen a lot quicker and 
don't be a dumbass and go out and do your thing. If you do, I don't really care what you do, but just stay the fuck home. You know. Try not to get people sick. You yeah. know, be, you, be smart you think about you're it. sick, go to a doctor. There's free clinics seeing people go get checked out and, you know. Go home and sleep it out. A lot of people are surviving this shit. Other people are dying from it. Hopefully, you know, you're one of the people that ever comes up. Just go home, try to stay chill. And if you if you do the social distancing, you're not going to get sick. <laughs> yeah, it's a fun little fun little exercise. Just don't fucking do it. If you think about it, That's just don't fucking I, do it. I literally have hid from everybody, so. Yeah. I have yeah, a, you can really do it this time, you know. And it's like um, I haven't particularly. You, you haven't been. You haven't been super Teddy Ruxpin. You've been mild Teddy Ruxpin, which is fine. I haven't been physical. Well, I've been physical with a couple people, but I'm not saying anything about that. But as far as I haven't been doing social gatherings, and if I did, it's around people I was already around not, before. I socially get this kosher deal. Thank you. Anyway. <laughs> but that's a good thing. There's nothing wrong with that at all. You gotta stay sane during these troubling times, and sometimes that's what you gotta do. So, uh, but I haven't been hugging people and doing that kind of shit. Just, just, just a couple, and that was a different, different thing. But you know, it, it happens. They had a vagina, ladies and gentlemen. If you haven't figured that out, <laughs> but um, you know, they got the, you know, they got the New York sausage. That's what they got. So they did. They got the kosher deal. Yeah, good. but. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> we thank you guys for the daily deli deal. We thank you guys for sticking with us for so long and for being safe and uh, supporting death metal and supporting Vader and supporting uh, horror movies and cool apps like Tubi and Shout Factory, Fright Rags, Joe Bob, all kinds of shit. Thank you for being awesome. And, uh, yeah. Stay safe. And thank you, guys. Thank you. Stay safe. Be sure to check out House Calls with Dr. West while you're in quarantine. It's a lot of fun. Be able to go for Killer Coach's reviews. And uh, you can hear him, his debut, on the first episode of House Calls with Dr. West. And uh, check out Future Paul. He's got a lot of reviews up as well on the website. And uh, you can check out a lot of cool shit the new aborted's out new black diamond murder all kinds of shit that he reviewed recently so hop on that and yeah we thank you guys so much stay safe stay not sick and stay fucking gory This is Dr. Vincent West, medical doctor, and my next guest needs no introduction. Their 16th album, Solitude and Madness, is going to be released May 1st on Nuclear Blast Records. With me today is Peter from Vader. How are you, sir? Hello, everybody. And I think I'm in the same situation like all of us in the world now. So trying to, you know, to understand the situation, stay home, work home now, pretty much grounded. Uh, right. But you know, that's, that's, the, that's the way, right? So we have to understand the situation just to get back on life sooner. Yeah, and hopefully this stuff gets better 
sooner instead of later. I hope well, it's, a, it's a mess over here. So, all right, my friend. So, uh, track by track of the new album, uh, track one, shock and awe. So that's uh, the opening track and uh, also the definition of the whole album. Uh, that's the reason why we choose this one as the first single to release uh, back in the January this year. So uh, why why definition? Because it's, it's typical for the album and I think it's pretty much typical for Vader, you know. It's a fast, short, blasting song, you know, uh, with an easy structure, with a stock song structure and uh, intensity, you know. You know, and uh, Shogunao was speaking about like the, the furious attack, literally. So, uh, shortly speaking, definition of soldier madness in uh, two and something minutes, and uh, this is typical Vader song. It's a great opening track, and yeah, it was the first track I heard off the record. Absolutely smoking. It's a great tune, uh, and then track two, uh, Into Oblivion. It's a great track, and that's the yeah. I, I love it. Uh, I'm excited to to check out the video and everything as well. Of course, we post that on our page. You guys will be able to see the video uh, coming from Vader. And then uh, track three, uh, despair. Despair is known already because we uh, we released that one on the EP 
Thy Messenger last mm-hmm. year. Right. And uh, actually, this song was, of course, this is still a part of a new album. Just uh, uh, shortly, shortly speaking, uh, we released Thy Messenger because we knew that the full-length album was going to be delayed pretty badly. So uh, part of those songs we decided to leave on the EP, but the rest is just still part of the new album. So uh, uh, this part is one of those. It's a song we already we played in life, and uh, it's one of those I really love to play, the same like Shock and All. And this is in the style of Shock and All. It's very short. It's one of the shortest songs ever released by Fager. It's got a minute or something. But as many fans noticed that this may be very short, but still a song, and there's still even a place for lead in that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's uh, smoke, so it's fast. <laughs> I think it's explanation of intensity. The song since the beginning to the end, even with a place for lead. So, oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. That's a, it's, it is, it's a good one. Uh, and then track four, uh, Incineration of the Gods. That's uh, one of those, uh, the couple songs, Broke by Spider, so uh, as he told me, he was inspired by early Vader works. We tried to, because like uh, he knew that the new album was going to be a little bit set back to the times of, of albums like Litany, Black to the Blind. You know? uh, so he tried to uh, to find out the spirit in his own way, the spirit of old Vader, and create a song which, in his opinion, is kind of that. But of course... Uh, uh, Spider is, is specific in the, in, uh, in the creation of song. He made he made a, quite a many of them on the previous albums. So you still can you can feel his style, you know, especially in the part when they played with this um, uh, with the chorus part. When so this is typical Spider. It's kind of thrash metal feel in that, you know, and uh, and of course leads and everything that is world, you know, and uh, you can feel that one of the songs. Yeah. And, uh, uh, the lyrics was written by Harry Mott. He's an author of uh, of a part of uh, the whole creation of Solid Madness. I mean, the words. So uh, this is one of those stories you can interpret it, of course, in your own way. But because it's not the song written by me, I really like to say away about like any details about the feelings. We get one main point, like uh, I can say generally about Solid Madness lyrics on Solid Madness and the whole Vader discography. So we we tell stories, you know, and uh, some stories got backgrounds. There is sometimes some real stories behind it, but there are still tales. There's still uh, written in this specific style, you know. Right. Exactly. That's a kill. It's a great song, yeah. And then track five, uh, "Sanctification Denied." It's, uh, it's, it's also a kind of uh, the old-fashioned Vader song. You know, we, we did not play that kind of uh, tune for years. That I mean, that tempo kind of style. And this is the second the Spider song, and uh, also uh, Harima's lyric. And uh, speaking about like. Uh, sacrification, you know, right. and uh, there's there's a part. You know, Harry actually he loves that theme. He likes to talk about a religion that influences humanity, not always in a good way. And uh, this is one of those tracks, you know, sanctification denied. You know, that's that's pretty good explanation of what it's 
Oh, it's a killer track. It's, it's, it's rhythmic, more, more, this rhythmic uh, uh, style of a song, but might remind a little bit of of uh, uh, Blood of Kingo from De Profundis, if somebody remembers that. Absolutely. This, yeah. that, 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 this kind of this kind of like uh, is just slowly going on, going on forwards. You know, that's that kind of albums. There's not too many of such. Invader uh, discography. There's few, but uh, I think this one, uh, this style, this kind of uh, songs, uh, that that one, what uh, broke by Spider, uh, created by Spider, uh, was not like kind of uh, standard, you know. For oh, it's a, it's that one's another one. It smokes. It's a great tune. I, I love it. Uh, and then track six and Satan wept. It's my favorite track on the album. I love it. It's so good. <laughs> All right. And then tracks. Yeah, it's, it's that one's great, Peter. I love that one. That's my favorite track on the record. I love it. Uh, track seven, emptiness.
supposed to be released on uh, the Empire album. I don't okay. Just we had enough, uh, you know, uh, enough song collected on the album. So that main riff and that like main part of the songs I left for the next release. And uh, of course, it's supposed to be a album, uh, Southern Madness. But after I I uh, record, we recorded the uh, Messenger EP. So first, I wanted to keep that one uh, together with uh, the opening track, uh, Grand Deceiver, just for that release. But finally, after I saw what's going on in Solid Madness, actually this album uh, started to be uh, kind of solid and too solid in, in the structure of the song. I, I forced actually myself just to keep that one on the album, just to make it a different feel, you know? This, this song is so different, so after the, the whole part until then, you got a tight, it's kind of breath, you know, taking a breath for listener. For a moment, of course, but still. So, uh, uh, song written by uh, Harimat as well, and absolutely different the first because it starts with lead. It's, it's so melody and the main riff. It's pretty much uh, kind of thrash metal, even heavy metal kind, and this uh, this marching ding ding dan ding ding dan. This is uh, this is uh, like like iconic metal riff, you know. Right. Of course, with some, it's it's not. It's, it's just in, in in one of those million options of that one, but but still, you know. And uh, I think that was good just to give such a feel on on the album with, with, without that would sound too solid and you know too uh, to to one stylish, you know. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's a killer track. <clears throat> I love it. Um, and then track eight, uh, Final Declaration. That's one of those very old school Vader tracks. I got that main riff I kept, you know, for years, you know. I, I, I really forgot about that, you know. And uh, I was just searching, uh, browsing, you know, my computer. And uh, just uh, actually by mistake, I found them. And uh, I just decided to use that for that song. I composed the whole song on that riff, of course. With the, I love that tempo change in the middle uh, as well, and uh, that makes also uh, this whole song in, in the old style, uh, you know. Uh, and uh, uh, this is uh, easy in play, actually. This, this is not much complicated riff. But that makes the song so old feeling, you know, and, uh, and that's why I like it so much. You know, definitely uh, play this one on stage would be much fun for band and for fans as well. I'm sure about that. Have you all played Final and, Declaration uh, live? Uh, no, same theme. Uh, this uh, the close theme like uh, 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 Sanctification Denied, and uh, just like a little bit. Soul from different point, you know, but also typical for a thing, you know, right? Like religion and God, you know, and humans religion and the meaning of him. Exactly, exactly. Um, and then track nine, dancing in the slaughterhouse. This one is supposed to be song uh, which we recorded for a special release. There is a band, uh, the the metal rock band in Poland uh, called Ace Drinkers. It's pretty famous locally. And Poland is one of the most important 
band, you know, is starting in nineties, and uh, uh, they they play more more fat. This is not the typical metal band. Is, they they so much rock and roll influenced guys, and we are friends for years. And uh, they were about to release a tribute album with the covers recorded by friends, you know, by other bands, you know, some of those bands got nothing with metal, They're totally not connected with any, any like a stronger music, so uh, we choose that song because it fits totally for Vader, so uh, playing something different, we can still like, keep the spirit, you know, right. and after we recorded that, and uh, uh, it sounds so much like Thrush uh, Reeve from 80s, you know, <laughs> <laughs> So uh, we just decided. So we just decided to keep the truck, keep that cover on the album as a permanent part of that. And uh, I think it's a good decision because it's a very good song. You know, it's a good cover, and uh, and uh, it might be interesting also for all those people around that get nothing, know nothing about the band Ace Drinkers. But this is really important, and maybe this song will make them just. Uh, to find more about the band and just take a look uh, on wow. some other releases, you know, some of the songs like recorded by AC Drinkers. It's worth it, you know, just to give them a chance. You know? Absolutely. That's really cool. Yeah, I, I'm not familiar with them. I'll have to check them out. Um, and then, uh, let's see here, track 10, Stigma of Divinity. Uh, Stigma of Divinity is it's, uh, it's, it's like a first one in the like spare this is typical for especially for this album it's typical a very short very blasting it's probably the fastest song on the album and uh, that's my song uh, about stigma divinity it's also like a divine feelings and the same theme you know uh, uh, short but deadly It's a it's a burner too. That's a it's a killer track, Peter. Uh, and then the final track, track eleven, Bones. Bones, uh, you know, it became kind of classic for Vader that the last song is one of those slowest or slower, and the same on Soviet Madness. The Bones is the, slow, the slowest songs on the album, and uh, but he keeps that spirit, you know, of intensity, just slower. And uh, this is gonna be the third single as well. Yeah, we choose that one because it's different and because it crones the album and uh, uh, should be should be released right before the whole album's gonna be out okay uh, uh, not typical for the album definitely but worthy of giving a chance you know for fans like and this 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 is one of those songs easy to play on stage but that one this will be definitely one of those favorite from the album for fans I'm sure about that because I am a fan of metal and I got that feeling you know as well being a fan of metal you know absolutely and and uh, real quick I wanted to ask you I love the cover art can you talk a little bit about the cover art real quick uh, West Best Horror of course you know uh, we were cooperating in 95 uh, when Wes uh, created beautiful album uh, beautiful artwork for our second album cover Death of Fundies and uh, I lost contact with him for many years and uh, we refreshed uh, the contact like uh, around a year ago and of course
course, I had to ask him if he's interested to to create the, the cover art for the upcoming new Vera album, and he liked the idea. I loved that, of course. And uh, in the meantime, I used uh, one of his great works uh, as a cover for the Messenger EP. Uh-huh. Uh, but all, all after, you know, when we were like already in the studio, I was I was keep sending him some ideas, like drugs, like words. And uh, all uh, after I got some songs done that they were still rough drugs, I sent him just for inspiration. I didn't want to give him any details about because lyrics is the best inspiration for everybody. So Wes, this is his uh, imagination about the title and about like the album, music and words. So enjoy. You know, I love that because it it, it got that, that old school feel. And uh, it's pretty much great connected with the music, in my opinion. The artwork for me personally, I think it's some of the best artwork you guys have had in a long time. I mean, I love Vader. You're one of my favorite bands, but I just, the new album artwork when I saw it, because I hadn't seen it, you know, they had sent me a digital thing to listen to the record, but my God, Peter, he knocked it out of the park. I think the artwork is sick. I love it. Thank you. Oh, yeah, man. Thank you. Well, look, I can't thank you enough for. For doing this we today, well, it's it's beautiful, man. It's it's a beautiful album cover. The album is amazing. It's available May first. It's the sixteenth album from Vader, Solitude and Madness. Peter, I can't thank you enough for taking the time to do this with me today. Yeah. Awesome.